Blog Talk Radio. Presenting yourselves on this battlefield. I give you thanks. This is our army. To join it, you give homage. I give homage to Scotland. And if this is your army, why does it go? We didn't come here to fight for them. Oh! The English are too many.
All right, everybody, Joseph Gibson podcasting here, understanding the times in which we live today. Wow, i do some rearranging here tonight. Last 10 minutes, uh, again, that flip-flop, I got flip-flopped here. The other night there, I missed a guest, uh, canceled on me. I ended up having to wing the show there for a little while, and boy, oh, boy, taking a hit here. So, uh, you know, so, uh, boy, oh, boy. Well, voices are silenced here. The Internet becomes... You know, it's it, it, when you really sit and analyze it, we're all tiptoeing around, afraid that we're, you know, you, you got to be careful. You're going to get this. You're going to get deplatformed. You're going to get told this. You're going to be censored. You're going to be, you know, they're going to come snatch you up because you're a terrorist. You know, what kind of America, what, what kind of country is this? Where are we? What has happened to us? Maybe we do it to ourselves. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe we just self-destruct. We don't know any better. I don't know. You know, maybe it's because, you know, it's not because people are dumb. It's just that we don't, we're not educated as far as the, uh, you know, tyranny goes. You know, we, we don't, we don't know our constitution. We don't know our, our rules, our rights. We don't know. You know, everybody's got their own little pet peeve about doing things and ways of doing things, but... It's like the Christians. They believe a certain way, and they're not going to change. They're just not going to change. You know, ho-hum, you know, and, and that's it. And, and they're stuck in their ways. It's it's like, you know, you, you see an old man or whatever, an old man, he's stuck in his ways. He's not going to change his ways. You know, and and the time's coming. We're all going to have to change our ways. I just I just can't see things continuing on. The way they are. I mean, can you can you really see things just being the way they are? I mean, maybe it's just me. I mean, the things that are happening now in my life, the age I'm at, and where I'm at, and how things are are formulating now, and 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 the 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 the, the negativity that's in my life, and or is it just I'm not I don't have that young spirit about me anymore. I can't go out and do the things I wanted to do. You know, or I don't want, you know, I, I don't know. Or is it because of my life and what's going on in my life? You know, the problems that I face here every single day. Now, you know, the, the turmoil, in constant turmoil. I mean, this podcast show, where we've gone, from where we've gone up and down. You know, I, I remember it said, doing shows at 7 o'clock at night, man. I'd have 25, so 20 callers waiting to call in. You know, now the phone lines are dead dead nobody's here nobody's here you know it, it it it's like what what am i talking to what am i doing you know maybe there's another way of going about this maybe there's something else maybe uh, we got to try a different way about getting the word out maybe this talking over the radio thing is just not working anymore you know people are just not going to call in to listen They'll listen via the internet, or go back and click and listen to a few clicks, live links here and there. But they're not going to part, you know, stick with you the entire show, you know. But I had it all lined up over there, you know, uh, tonight, and then bam, switched up on me. So you know, uh, we're 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 in a uh, peculiar times, peculiar times, very peculiar times, really. So uh, you know, where do we, uh, you know, let's play a little humor tonight. Let's do a little humor. What do you think? Every year around this time, uh, years ago, they used to play something up north. 
know, but they, of course, now it's racist. It's offensive. And so they don't play it anymore. Up there on the radio station. It's played on 107 WCCC. It was a radio up there. Uh, probably a uh, radio station. Played rock and roll. Used to play, you know, Motley Crue, Metallica back in the 80s and whatnot. And, and they would always play this song right here when it first came out. And uh, as kind of like a, a joke, you know. So I'm going to play it. What the heck? Why not? You know, let's... Uh, it's not that time of season yet for these people, but we're going to play it anyway. What the heck? What's everyone waiting for? Wait for a commercial day. What's the drive? The f*** is Tonight is the seventh night of Hanukkah, and here to sing a Hanukkah song is... This time of year always, always made me feel a little left out because uh, in school there were so many Christmas songs and all us Jewish kids had was the song Dreidel, Dreidel, Dreidel. And uh, so uh, I wrote a brand new Hanukkah song for you Jewish kids to sing and I hope you like it. <laughs> Put on your yarmulke. Instead of one day of presents, we have a crazy night. <laughs> but when you feel like the only kid in town without a Christmas tree, here's a list of people who are Jewish, just like you and me. <laughs> David Lee Ross, Light Star Menorah, so do Kirk Douglas, James Conn, and the late Dinah Shora. At the Carnegie Deli, Bowser from Shanana, and Arthur Fonzarelli. Paul Newman's half Jewish, and Goldie Horn's half true. Put them together, what a fine looking dude. Celebrate. 
Yeah, they used to play that on the radio shows up, uh, up there up in Connecticut back in. Yeah, they don't do it anymore. It's, 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 it's too offensive. Yep. Yep. Maybe I'll be kicked off Blog Talk for this one. I don't know. You never know. But, uh, you know, uh, we we got to be careful. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer this year. Out. Nope. Bullying. Yep, bullying. Yep. Can't have that. Can't have that. That's, that's, that, will, that will promote a school shooting or something. We cannot show Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Nope. Um. Uh, especially that scene, and they outline that scene there where the the uh, the reindeer, uh, uh, you know, he's playing with the dough there, and uh, I don't know if you guys know the Christmas Carol or not, but and, and uh, they kick the the thing that was whatever the hell Santa put on his nose there, and, and they go, ah, look at him, he's a freak, you know, and then they start making fun of him. Yep, that that right there, huh. kids are breaking down crying over that now. So we can't have that Christmas Carol, no. Can't have that. Nope. So, uh, you know, it's just uh, this is the world we live in now. These are the times in which we live. You know, it's, it's, uh, you just can't, get, I mean, we just can't have stuff like that. No. Can't do it. Um, anything else out there offensive? I mean, the, we know the founding fathers. They're racist. Um, can't have them. Um, you know, that's got to go. Um I guess most of the music out there of the old days that's uh that gotta be out too. Um, like Johnny Cash, oh Lord, that's boy oh boy, he'd be get the hell off the stage. He'd be booed off the stage today. You know, um uh it's just uh crazy. I mean, you know, we I guess we gotta have all I guess that's what the goal is, right? Is everything is being desensitized and we all have to uh you know, uh be careful what we say. And uh, we don't want to be offensive. And uh, like I was watching the news this morning, and uh, this guy, he's supposedly a black guy, but he has a skin condition, so he looks white. And well, he's got, it looks like he's burnt up or whatever. And he says, and they, uh, he's saying, they interview him, and he goes, It's really offensive when people ask me what's wrong with me. It's really offensive. And, you know, he has mental health condition, and he's disabled. You know, I guess disability check for this now because, you know, it's, uh, it's, uh, people hurt his feelings. And uh, he'd rather people just say, uh, you know, uh, hey, you know, you look just like me, you know, or something like that. Because we all look alike, right? We're all going to be one. We're all one. One people, one people, you know, one world order united, right? And uh, that's the way it's going to be. That's, that's, uh... That's the way it has to be. I mean, because you know it's a it's it's mean world out there. Remember Weird, Weird Al Yankovic? Remember that one? Remember that one? He sang that song, "Money for Nothing, Chicks for Free." Remember that song? They Dire Straits, right? They they censored that out that song too on the radio. By the way, I was looking at a list. Yep, that's offensive. Where he says uh, the homo there on the drums, banging on them drums. That's not the way you do it, or that's the way you do it. That's how you make the money, or whatever. That's how he sings it. Oh, it's, it's total. That is racist. Yep. Can't have that. Can't play that. Nope. Um, that is, uh, or the chimpanzee on the drums too. He says, oh, that right there. Whoa, Black Lives Matter. They were, uh, you know, we imagine old record stores or whatever. If we had Black Lives Matter around back then, they would be pulling out those records, you know, and burning down the record stores. Because uh, it's offensive. I mean, uh, this is this is the world we live in today. I mean, uh, all the movies from now on, you know, we 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 just can't have it. 
You know, we just got to be, we all just got to really, really just be one. Just one. We're not different. You know what? If, if we get into a marathon race or whatever, and if I win, no, I really don't win. You win too. Everybody wins. Everybody gets a trophy. Yeah. Right? That's how it's got to, I mean, you know, that's just the way um, it's, it's, it has to be, like I said. You know, I mean, just look at the, the domestic violence laws out there. Verbal abuse, you know. Hey, honey, did you do the dishes tonight? <laughs> Call 911. That's it, protective order against you. You know, if you're verbally abused, you can't sleep at night, you know. I can't, I can't sleep at night. I come into the dishes. Oh, God. You know, yeah. That's it, take your kids from you. That's it. Domestic violence. That's it. And, uh, you know, we got pieces of paper that protect people now, you know. I mean, that's how, that's, you know, whatever happened to sticks and stones may break my bones, but names will never hurt me. Remember that one? Anybody remember that when you were in school? I do. You know, well, we, used to joke, we used to say that all the time, joking around. Stead, you know, people, you know, we call each other names or whatever. We were mean to each other, you know. Rah, rah, you, know? <laughs> you know, and if we got to get to a fight, we go in the back of the schoolyard and fight it out, you know. That's all. But, you know, you know, guy, guy called me a name. Well, sticks and stones break, you know, they break my bones, but names will never hurt me, you know. But today, we got the keyboard warriors. We got the social media warriors out there, you know. You, they, all they got to do is hit a button, and, you know, you're blocked, your comments banned, and then they you get a case taken out on you, and then you're banned off social media, you know, because you said uh, it was cloudy out instead of sunny, you know, and that offended somebody maybe. It affected their mental health, you know. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's a good thing, right? It's a good thing. And uh, all all the history out there erased. We can't have history. Cannot teach anything that has to do with your heritage, especially if you're white. Nope. Oh my lord, that is racist, and we have to erase it. Did not happen. Nope. It, it's offensive. It, it just offends me. I mean, everything offends us today, right? This is insane. That's what it's all about. Everything is offensive. And we have to, we can't have, we can't remember what happened yesterday. We can't remember true history. We can't, we just can't. Because it's just too hard to know the truth. And we really just have to, you know, just, we're all one people. And, you know, if if your kids get hauled off to the gulag, that's okay, it's part of the new world order. And we're assimilating you know, and that's what we have to do, you know, and uh, this is our world today, very, 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 you know, you go into, everybody's like scared of their own shadow, everybody's walking away from each other because you're not wearing a mask or something, oh my God, you know, he's, he's not, you know, vaccinated, and did you hear the news reports the other day, remember the other one that died there, the uh, famous guy there, uh, uh, what the heck was he, yeah, uh, Colin Powell or whatever, I don't know, he's one of those leaders or whatever for their, for the community, or whatever, you know, so uh, he was fully vaccinated. See, I don't care about all that other crap, first black this, whatever. I wasn't paying attention when they were talking that crap. I heard he was fully vaccinated, and he's dead. That's what I heard. I heard the truth, the facts. I heard the real crap, <laughs> not the other bull crap, you know? So that's what I was uh, mainly uh, paying attention to when, I, when I'm watching the news. And I do watch the news sometimes. I turn it on just for entertainment purposes, you know, and to laugh at it. And, uh, you know, if I want to get a good laugh, if I got some time. But, uh, yeah, 
I mean, uh, so these these platforms, these you know, this internet thing, man, just enjoy it while you can, because uh, well, most of you out there will welcome it anyway. We got the pansy squads coming out there, and they're and they're monitoring everything that's said, and uh, and if they're offended, then uh, you know you got that's it. You're not allowed to have any talk. You'll be banned. Your carbon credits, you know, you'll get uh, dissected there. Ching, deducted right off your phone app. You know, that's coming soon. And, uh, and uh, hey, it's coming, man. I was reading some stuff the other, some stuff that we're not supposed to read, you know. Let me read this stuff here. Let me just, this, this you guys will love this, man. This stuff's awesome. I mean, how many people read stuff like this? I mean, I, I'm, guys like me, I read it, you know. Um, Section 231, funding for ballistic missile defense programs for the fiscal year 1994, because they're always 30 years, they put this out because they're 30 years ahead of the pro, you know, ahead all right, but listen to what they got here, man. Listen to this stuff. This is just one paragraph here, right? Um, this is uh, limitations. None of the funds authorized to be obligated under subsection may be obligated for the Brilliant Eye Space Sensor Program. Such funds may be obligated for the Brilliant Pebbles Program only within the research and support activities. Now, they're talking about from any program element named in subsection may not exceed 10% of the amount. And they're talking about this stuff that they got here. Right, listen to what they got for uh, the um, uh, well, laser programs and whatnot. Uh, let me see if I can get one up here. All right, standoff air-to-surface munitions technology demonstration. Um, I don't want to go into the amounts here. Request for amendment not later than 60 days after the date of the act of this act. The Secretary of the Navy shall issue a request for information for non-developmental munitions adapter kits for the purpose described in subsection. Um, uh, sufficient technical merit to justify the conduct of technology demonstration if the Secretary uh, deems it necessary. Secretary, like the single most promising technology offered, if ap- applicable. And uh, and uh, they're going into the contractor stuff here. And some of this stuff here that they've got, these um, advanced rocket system programs, um, hypervelocity rockets, an evaluation prepared jointly by the Army and the Navy, of the feasible of incorporating hypervelocity rocket technology into the advanced rocket system. And then they got this laser stuff here. I want to read this one to you. This is freaking mind-boggling here, this stuff. Um, if I could find it. Uh, uh, oh, look at this one. Uh, limitations of flight test of certain missiles. During the one-year period beginning on the date of the enactment of this act, the Secretary of Defense may not conduct a flight test program of the theater missile defense interceptors and sensors if an anticipated result of the launch of a missile under the test program would be release of, release of debris within 50 miles of the Canyons National Park. A definition of debris. For the purpose of subsection, the term debris does not include particulate uh, matter that is uh, regulated for considerations of air quality. So that means they could poison the air and get away with it. <laughs> you know? Um, let me go over another one here. Um, uh, let's see here. Uh, the cost of testing availability. Oh, here we go. And the provision of subsections uh, shall apply for ACAT, ACAT Level 1, Electronic Combat Systems Milestone 1 program to any command, control, and communications countermeasure system milestone. A program that's instituted for the date of enactment of this that does jamming and has jamming frequency devices to jam all communications. <laughs> you know? They got lasers in this stuff, man. This stuff, this thing's like freaking. Uh, this this one reports 421 pages long, 
but I'm only like 50 pages into it. They got lasers they shoot from satellites in space to the ground that can annihilate a city block. Yeah. Don't worry about China, folks. <laughs> you know, the Secretary of Defense shall establish with the Department of the Navy a program office to facilitate research and design studies leading to possible construction of super, super conducting magnetic and energy storage. SMES, test models. <laughs> Funding immediately upon the enactment of this act, the Secretary of State shall transfer from the Defense Nuclear Agency to the Department. We don't need nukes anymore. We got this stuff. To the Department of the Navy, any funds appropriated for fiscal before fiscal year of 1994 that were designated for a super uh, conducting magnetic energy storage projects. <laughs> Listen, um, Studies described in this uh, Section 2B of the National Defense Authorization Act, 1993, Public Law 102-4-106, Statute 2353, Study of Alternatives, SMES Designs, coordinate, coordinate with Department of Energy. Man, this stuff's crazy, some of this stuff they got in there that, that I'm reading. I mean, it's insane with computers here. Let's get into the one I saw computers here real quick. Read that one. Um, cooperation with study. The director of the Office of Science and Technology Policy shall direct all relevant federal agencies to cooperate fully with the National Research Council in all aspects of the study. The heads of the federal agencies receive the directive shall cooperate in accordance with the provisions of the directive funding. The secretary shall make available from funds available for the high-performance computing and communications program of the department that amounts not to exceed uh, $500 million for the National Research Council to conduct a study under this subsection. Um, and then they're talking about the, the um, uh, electronic uh, heat wave guns they got. Heat wave guns. Shooting from outer space will fry, fry an entire freaking town. Turn it up to 200 degrees on you. Bing! Yeah. They got, this stuff is here. It's all here. I mean, this is insane. H.R. 2401-42, look it up. H.R. 2401-42. You know? It's insane, man. The stuff that they got here, this technology that they have, they got, their thir this is 30 years ahead, too. So the stuff they got now is, like, obsolete compared to what they have already that for a plan to release 30 years from now. They're always 25 to 30 years ahead in their technology, whatever they have. Remember that. So whatever you see and they let you see, that came out 30 years ago. All right? That's what I'm trying to tell you right now. It's true. True stuff, man. Real true stuff here. Uh, 657-383-0616. I don't know if I'm going to get any callers here tonight. I switched up the platform here, so I didn't really get a chance to promote it too well. But uh, I guess we're going to be over here for a little while doing the shows, uh, you know, trying to uh, keep understanding the times in which we live today. And... Uh, of course, we'll be moving forward like we always do, but, you know, um, just a little uh, pebble in the way of the road here, I guess you could say. So, because everyone knows I'm getting questions here. I thought you were going to be on the NSM tonight. Yeah, well, it's not there, I know, but, all right. Um, anybody press the number one? You're more than welcome to uh, join in here. Press the number one and talk. If not, I'm going to uh, play my little audio clip here. And uh, we'll go ahead and uh, get this Mark Kornarki. Kanaki, 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 and uh, we'll see. He was, he was on Alex Jones here when he got out of prison, and uh, give a good interview here. It's pretty good uh, uh, exposing the new world order. Time to speak up. Well, that's already happening. With every day, 
cops just run up to a guy on a bicycle, no reason, and slam his head in the concrete and then charge him, and it's on video, and they say, we don't care, or, or throwing a guy off a bridge and tasering him 19 times and laughing. My whole issue is you say a lot of police, uh, a lot of uh, you know, people in your family. All them peace officers. Yeah, exactly, exactly. The peace officers. They are good. They're on our side. They're not doing all of this, so it's certainly not time for going out after moose. It's a, it's a minority issue, first of all, but, but here's the problem. There's going to be a given point when you are going to reach the limit, period. There's just simply that's all there is to it. And those men, I've had men walk right up to me and say, hi, Mark. You don't know who I am. I'm deputy so-and-so. I just want you to look at my face remember who I am because well, if I'm in uniform when this starts, the first thing that's disappearing is a uniform and I'm going to be with my family and we're already armed and we're with you. And the reason they say that is because they, they their perception is that they would like everybody to understand they're not part of this. And they won't participate. And I, I can say this, but I cannot mention names. I have watched this happen in the last year. They've already tried to orchestrate something else. With you. It already failed. Well, you just spent seven years on video for doing nothing. They ran you off the road. Exactly. Just like they run 15 feet over the side of the street and knock a guy off a bicycle and then charge him. Right. Exactly. And the, the point is that they're pressing the envelope. But here's the thing. There are many people, and they will tell you the same thing, that they are expecting to fight because the rabid ones that are chosen for authority are not the thinking ones. You're, you have to get outside this box that you're going to negotiate with a backed-up toilet. The backed-up toilet, in fact, this one has wheels. It plans on being rolled down <laughs> through your neighborhood, okay? <laughs> and that's the problem. Look at him as nothing more than a backed-up toilet. How would you fix it? Break out the plunger and get rid of the problem. Now, we are going to, we do get to choose. I, the one of the mistakes made here is, I will ask again, when, I want somebody to go to the National Archives, and I want them to show me the vote that took us into the American Revolution. The American Revolution started on April 19, 1775. I want you to show me the ballot box, and I want you to show me the counting of the votes. Where is it? Oh, it started when they started shooting at each other. It started, with, it started when one man said, you know what, I've been out here seven times. Paul made his ride. He told everybody to get up. We all got up. The British came out. The cowards ran. Uh, they came out. And eventually, with, remember, when the American Revolution started, the British had to sneak out of Boston. The Patriot Movement was watching everything that they were doing. The counties knew that when they moved, they had to mobilize the militias. And it was made up of all of the people. And each time they went out, and they stopped. And they went back. And each time they went out, they stopped. And this is part of history that they have to try and eliminate because, wait a minute, well, they're the most powerful army on the planet. What were they afraid of? They were afraid of the people because there weren't enough moose. Finally, in April 19th, somebody got stupid. They figured, well, we just got to press the envelope. One man, probably on our side, probably a 20-year 20 20 year veteran of the French and Indian Wars, said, I'm 62 years old and I ain't getting any younger and I'm not going to do this anymore. Boom. And he voted with a one-ounce chunk of lead. The lead was cast as a, well, residing vote or resounding vote. It uh, was placed in the red coat ballot box. <laughs> and then the red coat ballot box, the red, red coats cast a whole bunch of ballots. The patriots cast a whole bunch of ballots. And the militia withdrew from the election, so to speak, for a little bit of time and ran across the fields out of Lexington, Lexington uh, proper. The British collected themselves, went to look for another voting process at Concord, and they found out that they were on the losing side, and the number of votes cast were in favor of the Patriot effort, and the largest military force on the planet backed by a nation. And that's the problem with yeah. this lawless government and all of its crimes, is it is pushing everyone into a law of the jungle scenario where, where the cartridge box is now uh, the, the, the ballot box. They're hoping for reaction. Notice that I'm not shouting. I'm responding. I have a plan. 
there are millions of soldiers and former soldiers out there not, not, that don't want to fight, but they have a plan too. And we all understand how to wage war. It is what we did. I was a trainer. I was an op for training commander. I have managed virtually tens of thousands of men. That job hasn't changed, and my experience hasn't changed. And a lot of other men just like me, and men with far more experience with two and three wars under their belt, are on our side simply asking the question, how could the American people be so stupid as to let this happen or put up with it? At a given point, those men are going well, to... Well, let me just list some of the things. We have illegal aliens who are felons. The, the mainstream news admits that's the prize. A felon who is a foreigner. They're filling the military up with that. Mercenaries, foreign troops. I played Bill Warriors yesterday with Israeli troops in the U.S. I mean, I mean this is now on PBS saying, it's, you know, so, so all of this is going on. My only point is, I don't want to uh, start a hot war when we are in the info war destroying them right now. Okay, we are going to have to be ready to do both. We must be prepared as the militia to, if need be, defend any element of the Patriot. So, so for you, Mark Horn, we've got to take a few calls because I've got to go. Yeah, you've got to go. Yeah, uh, what is... What is uh, the line in the sand for you? I think that if there's a, and again, this was planned on for, let's see, uh, we do as of November of 1994, that in March, but from March 21st to March 23rd of 1995, they were planning mass arrests of patriots across the United States. So you got on air and said they were planning to stage a terror We told everybody about it and said, well, this is before Oklahoma City. Remember, that would have been the premise for the government doing the bombing and saying the patriots did it. Now, the problem is that Oklahoma City happened in a vacuum because we flat out said, here's how it's going to work. If anybody is picked up, if you try to grab a whole bunch of people, you will die. I looked right at one person and said, what do you think is going to happen? I said, the only thing you need to bring is a whole hell of a lot of body bags because ain't nobody going to put up with it and you're going to end up with a whole lot of dead people. So you are the ones who are going to be at fault for starting this thing, not us, because nobody's going to put up with this anymore. And that did not happen in a vacuum. That started in 1988 with the ATF and a series of abuses that went on for five years before Ruby Ridge, where they killed women, they killed men, they attacked people. Ruby Ridge is setting precedents, trial balloons. Progressively moving forward so that by the time they're done in the year, in the year 1993, everybody saw Waco on national television. And Waco was a progressive, cascading, and it was the culmination of, a, of five to six years of ongoing abuses. Now their logic was, I'll keep pressing, I'll keep pressing. After all, you'll have to acquiesce, you'll have to acquiesce. And they weren't, they were looking to show... I think they were looking to start a fight. No, they were looking to show you that they could kick at, kick, excuse me, kick rumpus and take names. And the logic there was to also puff up the infantry that are doing the job because... Give them a few victories shooting up charges. Secret police have to, I mean, they have no... They gotta have blood. They have no spine. They're cowards. Okay, it's, it's just like you see here. Well, uh, popping a guy on a bike with three guys with a car or two guys with a car is nothing to me. That shows me that you're dealing with a pea brain and a thug, okay? Uh, when you attack a church with grandmas, grandpas, women, and children, and all the working men away, that's what savages do. They wait till the men are in the field, and then they attack the fortress, and they attack the town. The Indians would always attack when the men were in the fields or working because they'd be away from the treasure. That's exactly what the savages did at Waco, the exact same way. And everybody saw it on national television, and it still failed because what it did is it demonstrated what we tried to explain to everybody behind the scenes long before I did American Peril. Now, the same thing is true now. It's going to be the same scenario. At some point, they're going to be stupid. Now, if they're smart... They're going to back off, and they're going to just, you know, sit down and maybe do the right thing. What's going to change that is all these people that are listening saying, I saw what you did, and I know who you are. You're not doing it in a vacuum. You're not doing it in isolation. Millions of people know. Tens of millions of people know. Here's the thing. What do you have in your hand? It's from England. 
Not just Americans know. All of the thinking world knows. The enemy is in trouble because of that, because the, the, he's not, first not aligned. So all of this puffing and blustering and black uniforms and festoon with medals is an attempt to intimidate like a beaten wife back into submission. I'm, one of the things I have is a pair of scissors I carry in my combat equipment. You know what it's for? I'm looking to try and get at least one of every one of the three-letter alphabet soup patches off each uniform of the ones we've shot. Because it looks really good on the wall next to the rifles and the, and the hats you've taken, especially the ones with the bloodstains. You know, war trophies are a fun thing. Americans are notorious for that. <laughs> okay? That's the attitude everybody has to have, not this... <laughs> no, I'm not... A, you know what? Look at that. See that one there? Do you know what, Alex? I think he's wearing a ten-and-a-half-size boot. Mine are getting kind of tired. I'll beat you to him. Well, according to you, you're something else. That's well, the attitude everybody's got to have. And then again, the other side will think because they're cowards. They are not very feeble. To beat up on Alex by himself on a road in a dark or in a dark alley, or anybody that we know, is does is that's not an act of a of a man one on one. That's the act of cowards who, of course, work in packs when they have to deal with free men and women who stand the line. And in the light of day. Well, I do want people to know they have strength and power, and the enemy is weak. That's right. That's what and, we do. And we need to pray for peace, prepare for war, and we need to prepare to protect our families, because there's no doubt this government is completely illegitimate and completely criminal. So at least be ready to feed yourself. And, and Mark, I have to say that you have a lot of courage to say the things you say. Uh, I truly have weighed things, and I try. My job is to wake up as many as I can, to energize as many people as I can, uh, just as you have uh, done and, and, and been successful at and to just let people know the nature of their enemy so they can make the decisions about what they're going to do. And then I can point people at you. Give folks your website. I only have time to take two or three phone calls. Okay, real quick here. Go to www.LibertyTreeRadio.4MG.com. That's www.LibertyTreeRadio.4MG.com. And we're also on We the People Radio Network, by the way, WTPRN.com. You'll also find us, if you want to go to YouTube, have some fun, guys. Go to YouTube. And punch in Liberty E Radio. That's Liberty Tree Radio. Go to YouTube, punch in Liberty Tree Radio. We've got some great training videos. All the videos, both of our music videos. To so take a look, just to give you a chance to see what troops are doing all around the country, a lot of the training. And by the way, you will see our new dog, Bruce. He was 220 pounds when we got him. He's a black and white dog. We had to weld two of them together, one white, one black, and we went schmook. And now we have ah, no squeezing, only pickle. All right, listen, I got to... All right, uh, understanding the times we're today. Um, I like what they say there. They, you know, just, uh, just you know, uh, be prepared. You know, just uh, it's an information war, and uh, you know, uh, it's what we talk about there. Disinform- they are forcibly taking the truth away from us today, every single day. They are feeding us with lies, propaganda, uh, feel-good stories. That's not true. It's not true history. So, anybody want to comment here? The phone number is 657-383-0616, and uh, I'll get you on. Um, let me check the phones here. I haven't done that here. Let's see where we'll go over here. All right. Uh, no comments? No comments? That's fine. Okay. Um, let's see here. We got the uh, – we'll go up to the band video here. Let's get back to the uh, COVID here. Globalist Technorock. Technocracy. Technocracy. I can never pronounce that word. Technocracy. Explained. And uh, this is from the globalists. Now, these people are coming out in the open. They have a new world order. It's coming. Look at your store shelves, folks. Look at the price of gasoline. Look at the price of gasoline. 
Do you see it yet? Do you see it? Do you feel it yet? Do you walk into that grocery store and you see an entire aisle wiped out? Do you, and you come back next week and it's not full yet still? Do you feel it yet? Do you see it? It's all done by design. And uh, DNC and Clinton campaigns to pee roll in Russiagate hoax. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Hillary. 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 Let's play that one. Let's see if we can get that one up here. She died after suffering blood clots just over a week after receiving the AstraZeneca vaccine. The 58-year-old mother died less than an hour after receiving the Pfizer vaccine. My little sister just died. And in Orange County, an x-ray technician has died after getting his second dose of the Pfizer vaccine. His dad died after getting his second shot of Pfizer vaccine. I'm not asking what's in in the infusion. I'm not looking up all of the ingredients in the infusion. I am sticking out my arm and I am taking the infusion. You really need to get vaccinated. Don't resist when they release a bioweapon. Submit and die with pleasure. InfoWars. Tomorrow's news. Today. If you are receiving this transmission, you are the resistance. segment here of the InfoWars Boom, brought to you by InfoWarsStore.com. Programming note, I will be hosting the Alex Jones Show tomorrow. He's working on a special project, so I'll be hosting the Alex Jones Show. Christy Lee will be in studio hosting the War Room for me. Uh, let's do this, guys. Let's, um, let's see here. Let's play clip 14, guys. Roll the B-roll. I don't think there's any audio anyway. Now, you may remember... There was the illegal Congolese immigrant in Philadelphia that raped a woman on a train for almost an hour as passerbys did nothing. Now, here's video of a criminal going into a gas station with a gun pulled to obviously rob gas station and, and hold the clerk at gunpoint. This is Yuma, Arizona. This is a Marine veteran who takes the situation into his own hands literally fights off the gunman and the criminal and stops the crime from happening. Now, what's the difference here? Philadelphia, Democrat stronghold. Democrat city, filled with Democrats. They stand by and watch a rape happen and film it and do nothing. That's Democrats. Democrats literally watch crimes happen and film it and do nothing in the Democrat city of Philadelphia. Now, you go to Yuma, Arizona, a strong Republican area, you walk into a convenience store try to commit a crime, a strong Republican is going to stop you even though you have a gun out. So more than just accolades to this individual here that stopped the crime from happening, put his life on the line literally to do it, it's, it's an understanding that people need to have It's a psychological thing. Democrats will literally stand by and watch you get raped, where the average Republican is a good enough person to stand up and do the right thing, even if it means putting his life on the line. Now, I'm not about drawing political lines or, you know, 
holding one party up or one party down or whatever. I, the two-party system is a failed thing. All political parties are corrupt to me. It, it's more about the people. So the people that occupy Democrat cities like Philadelphia will sit, stand by, watch a crime happen, film it, watch a woman get raped. But the people that occupy Republican areas are good people that will stand up and do the right thing, even if it means putting their life on the line. But you, I, I'll tell you what. You, you watch out. Now, because he's in a Republican area, he probably won't be in court. But I guarantee you, if that man tried to do that in a Democrat-run city, he would have been sued. And he would have ended up in jail for stopping a crime. Where there will be no punishment for all the people that watched a woman get raped for almost an hour on a train in Philadelphia. So that just shows you the difference between conservative people and liberal people. Now, where in the world? Oh, okay. Also, here, look at clip 15. Now, this is just, I'm telling you, folks, that the country is falling apart. Democrat-run cities are like Grand Theft Auto now. And so here in New York, uh, people got pulled over. There's like three cop cars and like six officers. This gentleman's pulled over. He just decides he's done, and he literally rams his vehicle over cop cars and drives away. And the cops do nothing. This is unbelievable footage. Look at this. Because the cops aren't allowed to do anything now. In Democrat-run cities, the cops have been handicapped. They're the criminals now. So, so this guy decides, you know what, I'm done with you. Rams a police vehicle, literally runs it over. Unbelievable. And then leaves the scene of the crime. And, and the cops don't know what to do. They're not allowed to stop crime anymore. Democrat-run cities are turning into grand theft auto crime criminal-run cities, folks. It's just stunning. And then here we go, clip six. Now, this is just funny, guys. We'll roll the audio of this, too. See if you can see the ironic humor in clip six. Right-wing extremist radicalized online? No way. Hey, Josh, come check out this story from Sky News. It's crazy. Right-wing extremist radicalized so, so online? Pause it when he moves No way. Hey, Josh, come check out this So pause it. Okay, so... So here's the joke. The joke is that it's the left that's being radicalized on the Internet. In a, in a real actual discussion or debate, you'd be hard-pressed to find what a right-wing extremist or radicalized right-winger is or looks like or does. It's all just lies that, that is from the corporate media. But, but then you can't even log on to social media without seeing the far-left extreme brainwashing where they have a 13-year-old gender queer that is sadly an, an abuse victim. And now you see all of these other kids doing the same thing. So, so see how they always reverse reality, invert reality, just like Satan does? Far-right extremists radicalized online. That's just a corporate media Democrat headline. But then everywhere you go, it's far-left radicalization, sexualization, politicization. That's all the left does is radicalize any way they can, on the Internet, on TV, in Hollywood, everything. And then they lie and say, oh, oh look out, far-right extremists being radicalized online. No, it's far-left extremists radicalizing everything online, going for your kids. So, you know, I've got this clip of A.G. Garland. I'll probably just have to cover it tomorrow. i got some other news here. Again, grand jury subpoenas, a fusion GPS, DNC, Clinton campaign. Durham on the hunt, probably too little too late for the Russiagate hoax, but there it is. Technofog covering it on his sub-stack. And, you know, this, this is a big one. I, I, I'm just going to have to not cover it today. 
and I'll just hold off and uh, cover this tomorrow so I can take another phone call here. Let's go to David in Kentucky. David, you're on the InfoWars War Room. Go ahead. Uh, so back in 2016, uh, we, my wife and I, really got woken up when our son went paralyzed from back stains. It took a matter of hours for him to go paralyzed from his feet to his nipples. Um, we went to a hospital uh, in Oregon where we were living, and um, my wife, from the grace of God, somehow got hooked up in a matter of hours with a Dr. Benjamin Greenberg that you guys have out there in Dallas, Texas. Now, he recommended to give our child IVIG and plasmapheresis. The doctor completely refused those treatments, and it took my wife threatening to sue the doctor, to uh, take our son and medically fly him to Dallas, Texas, and then they tried to scare us, saying that he would die, and it would cost millions of dollars, and and all this fun stuff. But anyways, we, he ended up getting one treatment of this IVIG. The doctor said, I'll only give him one treatment. He ended up gaining two inches back immediately, and it started to work. And then he refused treatment, and then they kicked us out of the hospital and put us into an outpatient treatment uh, facility. We tried to file a lawsuit um, against the uh, doctor for loss of chance because there was a treatment out there that could have worked, but they didn't try to administrate it. And uh, we had a specialist out in uh, John Hopkins at uh, John Hopkins that said that he would have had a 75% different outcome if they would have administrated the medicine. Twelve kids went paralyzed in Washington that same year of transverse myelitis, and then the specialist recanted what he said and completely shut down and wouldn't respond to our lawyers, and we and we lost the case because of it. But um, you know, being woken up to doctors refusing life-changing medications. We've been woken up to this for five years, and they're trying to warn people and tell people, but they just do not listen. It's crazy. Even when the proof is right there when you've got pictures of him walking, and now he's not for the rest of his life. It's very sad. It's the medical-industrial complex. It's been a problem forever, but now people are really seeing it. And, you know, in a weird silver lining way that, that we've seen so much in the last five to six years, since really since Trump emerged on the scene, and I mean, if it's if it's intentional, it's the most genius thing ever. But whether intentional or not, the silver lining to all of this madness is that you know all of the biggest problems that we actually have in the world right now have all now been completely exposed. Uh, the fake news media has been completely exposed. Uh, the corruption when it comes to our elections has been completely exposed, and now the corruption in the medical industry has been completely exposed. And those are just three massive heads on this beast that we battle here. And David, thank you so much for the call. Those are three massive heads on this beast that have been totally exposed in the last five years. And, and I get it. You may be saying, well, not everybody gets it, but, but a massive increase in the understanding in, of, of the fake news media, the corruption in politics and elections, and now the medical industrial complex it's all been completely exposed. And those are three huge heads, maybe the biggest heads on the beast that we face as free humanity and as Americans.
now totally exposed. Now that the heads are out and exposed, what do you do? That's where we're at. That does it for the InfoWars War Room. I'll be hosting the AJ Show. to be alive right now. 
can do 10 hours. You know, you know, I may just do an emergency broadcast tonight after I can do it. This is a very important mission. I'm about to be on air. Some things we're up to. Um, I mean, we should be running around in the streets with honking cars, handing out flyers about this. I mean, the, the, the guy that ran the federal government bioweapons program cooked this up and released it on us for Bill Gates, the new world order, to take over. And they're doing it with the world ID rolling out with martial law all over the world and force injections. And then this, the, the, the NIH, National Institutes of Health, burns Fauci and burns them. Oh, and here's the key. I was already thinking this. Where's my phone? I was already thinking this at the start of the show, and I meant to get to this. And I saw emails popping up from Pete Friends and others, and I just want to say this right now. I'm not going to say who the friend is, but what they said. The subject is Fauci. As a result of the NIH admission with respect to Fauci and his viral activities, this is now the time for Trump to stand up in front of the American people and admit that he was misled, lied to, and made a huge mistake with warp speed. If he would then admit to the people that we are under attack by the actions of the involved traitors, American patriots would awaken as one and the Democratic Party would crack. It is time, Trump. Alex, pass this on to him regards. Yeah, I should get that message to Trump, and I have gotten that exact message to Trump. And I'm admit at that. And then the response I get is being followed around and death-threaded and, and all the rest of it just gets ten times worse. Because, I mean, the, the phones are tapped. They know what Roger Stone goes in and tells him. They know all of it. I mean, I'm trying to knock on, you know, talk how great we are here or whatever. But um, you've seen Trump come out and say, people have a right to not take it now. And I think the booster shots are a scam. We, we said Trump just at least do that. Because it's going to come out what Fauci did now. They set you up. And, 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 I mean, I have people that are in the meetings, okay, and Trump's like, I just can't believe it. It's really hurting people. I don't believe that. Well, I took it, you know, and I'm like, well, sir, you probably weren't actually giving it. We're not going to take that risk. So they give Trump stuff that works like Regeneron. He got better in five hours. Like he said, he's like, I feel better than I ever felt. Good God, what the hell is this stuff? So when people put 20 million white blood cells in your ass, you're going to feel better. So... I don't know what to say at this point, okay? But what, what that individual said is dead on, and Trump is a great asset, an ally of freedom overall. I know he's good. I know he means well. But if he doesn't extricate himself out of this, I mean, let me tell you, he's got a bunch of low-grade morons around him who've got rich off their dad's own success. Uh, and, you know, he, his dad helped him, and he deserved it. He, Trump's smart. He got a lot done. But if Trump won't save his own ass, I, I can't do it. So that's where I'm at. But as for me... I mean, that vaccine is a bioweapon and is a damn assault on humanity. And it's all coming out. So Trump better get his ass in gear right now that he was set up by Fauci. Or they're going to connect it to him. Something we predicted over a year and a half ago. UN-run contact tracers aren't coming. They're here. All over the world, from Australia to the United States, from Canada to Germany. These tyrants are tracking everything you do, everywhere you go, and then coming to your house and threatening, in some cases, actually taking people away into the night to their facilities. And they're planning in the next year to expand their shield process where they come and take, quote, healthy people away and put them in facilities for their safety.
safety. This is nothing less than martial law. And one big thing you can do to fight back is to get high-quality Faraday cages, many of which are made here in America and are very compliant, meaning U.S. government military grade at InfoWarsStore.com. We have the entire line of Silent Pocket ready to ship to you when you visit InfoWarsStore.com. Again, we have big backpacks. We have special dry bags. We've got them for cell phones. We've got them for laptops. We've got them for iPads. It's all there at InfoWarsStore.com. So protect your privacy today and support the InfoWar at InfoWarsStore.com. You found it, the tip of the spear. It is the Alex Jones Show. I hear people talking bad about the way we have to live here in this country. Harping on the wars we fight. Harping on the wars we fight. Griping about the way things ought to be. I don't mind them. Podcasting here, understanding the times in which we live today. Oh, I got a. Let's see here. I got a special friend here. Uh, let's see here. Uh, let's see here. Let's see. Hang on, I'll explain it here in a minute. Just bear with me here. Oh boy. All right. Um. Let's see here. Give me a minute. Hey, so this is live radio. What do you expect? You know. Oh boy. Let's see what we got here. All right. Here we go. Let's uh. Hi, you've reached one four zero four three zero one seven four eight zero. Please leave your message after the tone. Oh uh, yeah, how you doing? Uh, you left me a message here, a text message saying, "Meet me, bitch." Uh, I'm just calling you back here. So uh, obviously you're not uh, answering the phone. So uh, I'm sure that must not be your real voice there. But uh, yeah, but uh, you sent me a message here on my phone here. And uh, just wondering, so are you listening to the radio? Uh, he's just sending me a text message. First, they send me a text message. They say, Joseph Gibson. They send me a text, right? And they wait for me to reply so they can then uh, get their app there, uh, I guess, clicked in there or whatever, however they do it. But, yeah, so, but uh, he's, uh, anyway. Yeah, you're not answering the phone there, pal. So I'm leaving you a voicemail. So, but uh, have a good night. There we go. All right. Uh, anyway, um, uh, just one of my they're they're starting up their troll nonsense lately. Um, contacting me uh, repeatedly. Uh, last night was a good one actually. They wanted to let's see where do you want to meet me at the airport. Uh, that one wanted to meet me at the airport. <laughs> yeah, you know, meet me at the airport for what? <laughs> you know, so. Uh, I don't know, but uh, anyway, those are my fans, so the trolls, I guess they, but anyway, uh, all right, well, I guess uh, we tried to bring you the information here, apologize for the podcast here, uh, We, like I said, we had something else lined up here tonight, but we got switched, and that was like the other show the other night, it got switched up on me, um, we had a guest planned, but actually, he ran for governor in Illinois, and got 109,000 votes, so, uh, supposedly, so he's going to be on the show on Wednesday, 
going to get him on the show. Uh, I'm not going to go into details what the case is about, but uh, so uh, he's got a campaign going on there, so we'll get him on. And then I was trying to get the governor on from the free state of Colorado. He's been dodging me here the past couple of times. He's got the new platform there, Stand Up America. So, uh, hey, you know, if you're uh, obeying the law and you're trying to change things peacefully and do the right thing, then uh, more power. If we had everybody doing that, we wouldn't be in the predicament we're in right now, right? So uh, I guess we'll get ready to wrap it up here. And uh, uh, it's called Understanding the Times, which was tonight's podcast show. And uh, we will be back in the future. We will be back. We're not going anywhere. Trust me. I feel like this all the time trying to politically awaken people that they're being lied to, that there's an agenda. It's not left or right. It's, hey, there's mind control going on. The signals broadcast 24 hours a day through all this media. Just become aware of it, and they'll say, there's nothing going on. And I want to say, put on these glasses or start chewing concrete. have taken the hearts and minds of our leaders. They have recruited the rich and the powerful, and they have blinded us to the truth. The question is, do we all work for central bankers? That's what I want to address to our guests tonight. Our impulses are being redirected. We are living in an artificially induced state of consciousness that resembles sleep. An estimated 50 to 70 million Americans suffer from a sleep disorder or sleep deprivation. Outside the limit of our sight, feeding off us, perched on top of us from birth to death, are our owners. Latest census numbers prove the United States has the biggest gap between rich and poor compared to all westernized countries today. Our projections show that by the year 2025, not only America, but the entire planet will be under the protection and the dominion of this power alliance. The gains have been substantial, both for ourselves and for you, the human power elite. And for the first time in all of human history, mankind is politically awakened. That's a total new reality. I've got one that can see. We can't be the only ones who can see. Unfortunately, you've grown up hearing voices that incessantly warn of government as nothing more than some separate sinister entity that's got at the root of all our problems. It's a new morning in America. Fresh. In the year of our Lord, 1314, patriots of Scotland, starving and outnumbered, charged the fields of Bannockburn. They fought like warrior poets. They fought like Scotsmen and won their freedom.